Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 169. 169. Man, all right. Well, I am driving up the interstate right now on I-75. I just got off a plane from Puerto Rico. And no, 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 I was not on vacation uh, in Puerto Rico at all. Uh, I was actually on assignment uh, down there expanding my territory uh, with my job. (laughs) How about that? Yep, uh, my job has actually asked me to uh, expand... Uh, the company's reach into Puerto Rico. I feel honored and blessed that they would ask me to do that. And so I'm down there making it happen or was down there making it happen and just uh, living the blessed life and, you know, expanding exactly what uh, my assignment needs to be right now. So anyway, guys, uh, appreciate you guys being on the Success Edge podcast with me here. Uh, I wanted to I jotted down some notes. I almost recorded this actually in Puerto Rico, but um, kind of what triggered this whole entire, um, I guess, episode was a YouTube video that uh, um, came across in my notifications uh, from a a gentleman that uh, has a very large uh, subscriber base on YouTube. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, Somebody I follow. Uh, or at least I do find some things that he uh, recommends or advice that he has. Uh, I, I do not believe that this gentleman is a, um, is a believer at all. Um, but uh, I don't know that for a fact. But regardless, um, he put out there seven, seven things that will let you know that if you're a success, if you're going to be successful, Okay. And I said, you know, that's a pretty good little uh, topic right there. And I, I watched the whole entire video. Uh, thought it was a you know fairly intriguing video. Um, a lot of the stuff uh, he put out there um, is some things that I, I did agree with, and some things I did not agree with. Um, you know, be, just because uh, I come from a different perspective. But I. I came, I, I started making my list of uh, items of key indicators, key indicators for that you're going to be a success in the kingdom of God, okay? That you're going to be a success in the kingdom of God. Uh, what are some of the indicators that you can kind of subscribe or at least look at and uh figure out if, hey, am I leading down this right path of being a success in the kingdom? So, um, I did have, I, I started out making, just so you know, I started out making my list, uh, and I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll come up with seven. <laughs> the list actually kept growing, uh, and I wound up saying, okay, let me just leave it at 10, uh, that way this, this episode does not, like, just go forever in a day. Uh, which I think there's a lot of indicators that, uh, 
can, you know, lead you to believe or lead, you know, someone to believe. And if, if you're doing, you know, uh, a handful of these, uh, you know, more power to you. Um, you know, there's one thing that you have to realize within your, you know, kingdom operation, within your, you know, kingdom citizenship, uh, you know, as a born again believer, that you have a role to play. Okay. Uh, we have a part to play that is, you know, I, I don't, um, you know, Moses had to extend his hand over the Red Sea in order for the Red Sea to part. Moses had to go to, had to actually go and walk from the desert all the way back to uh, Egypt and face his people and then go face Pharaoh. He had to go. He had, he, he had a part to play, right? Um, Joseph, Joseph, uh, had to kind of speak up, um, regarding those gentlemen's, uh, that, uh, the butler and the baker, I don't know, the candlestick maker, whatever he was, whatever those two guys were and mentioned them, you know, Hey guys, um, you know, God doesn't, uh, you know, you know, man doesn't interpret dreams. I, you know, God interprets dreams and I can be a vessel to do that. So there was parts to play, you know, it's not just something that, you know, magically happens at all, you know, for you to be a success. Now, granted, here's the awesome thing about that. And if you go back to my last episode, uh, and by the way, I always encourage any of my new listeners, if it's your first time listening to Success Edge podcast, go take the five, cha- uh, five episode challenge. Go back and listen to the last five episodes so you kind of know uh, the perspective and kind of know the format of how we roll here on the Success Edge podcast. Um, so, Anyway, so going back to the whole thing. So, uh, let's see, what, what was I saying? Oh, my last episode, you know, the good thing is, is if, you know, because you're a born again believer, okay, you have a part to play. Yes. All right. But the awesome thing is, is that you, you actually, you actually are being empowered. You're being energized. You're being, um, you know, motivated by Holy Spirit himself, all right? He's your guide. He's your comforter. He's your counselor. He's the one that's your coach. He's the one that's your encouragement. You know, he's he's the person that's inside of you doing, you know, doing the work ultimately. You know, the the main thing of, you know, this walk as a, uh, as a Christian is, you know, you're not your own self. You know, don't ever subscribe to the whole entire adage of self-discipline. All right, there in the kingdom, uh, I can tell you that, uh, man, I just thinking of this whole episode podcast I just was listening to, and listen to this, you know, very popular guru, and I, I think I've heard his talk before. But where the, this gentleman, you know, basically was just talking about how that success is all uphill and success is never going to come easy. You know, uh, you've got to sacrifice, you've got to slave away, you know, that, you know, it's, it's a, you know, self-effort, self-discipline that you have to go about, you know, in order to be successful. And in the last 10 years of my life, uh, maybe 10 now 10 plus year actually going on 10 plus years now I have begun the process of renewing my mind and renewing my mind to the word of God of what it says that 
there's no toil within the kingdom. All right. Um, yes, you will have to deny your flesh. All right. Yes, you're going to maybe screw up. But the more, here's the thing: the more and more that you renew your mind. Okay. Here's here's the good news of all this: the more and more you renew your mind to being Holy Spirit led, to being um, kingdom minded, to renewing your mind to the Word of God, meditating on the Word. All right, the easier it becomes. The uh, the less is, the le- the more the less and less it becomes. Really, your effort, your self kind of self discipline, but it becomes Holy Spirit led. You know, one of the things that um, I just I I, I don't I, I knowing where I'm at today in life, guys. Okay, just at this point in my life, I don't subscribe anymore to this whole entire thing of put your shoulder to the grindstone, you know, battle it out, uh, you know, slave away at whatever you need to do, because that just literally will wear your life out, number one, and it basically uh, decimates everything Jesus did. <laughs> on the cross, you know, for us and his blood that he shed, uh, to redeem us, you know, for, you know, who we are. Okay. So I, I know I'm kind of go off on a tangent a little bit with this, but I, I just had to set this up to, you know, help you understand the mindset of where I'm coming from. Yes. You know, um, I'll just give you a quick, for instance, just in my own life. All right. So, one of one of my one of my desires or one of the things that I know Holy Spirit and I have talked about is is actually staying physically fit okay you know basically you know staying consistent with actually exercising and keeping my body in check all right that's something Holy Spirit and I have talked about it's something that he and I you know have talked run and last night last night I was in my hotel room I just got done with a very productive day um, in Puerto Rico, driving around, having multiple meetings and, you know, working with brand new, uh, potential, uh, dealers, you know, for what I do. And I got back to my room and had a long conference call, uh, for about 45 minutes that, you know, was again, just kind of mentally draining a little bit. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like toil or anything. It was just, it was just, it was just, I was just tired. Okay. Physically tired a little bit. And I recall sitting there going, man, I really don't feel like working out. I mean, I I could just, you know, kind of mail it in right here and maybe take a quick nap uh, for probably about 30 minutes and, you know, be done with it. And, you know, instead, instead I said, you know, I know, I know that it might help me out if I actually do go and work out. Uh, It probably working out would actually re-energize me. Okay. And, you know, but it's still my, my flesh, my flesh said, Hey, you know, just, you just can chill out. Okay. So, you know what I did? I said, Hey, Holy Spirit, what do you recommend? Cause Holy Spirit is going to know, you know, exactly the best thing to do. And he said, you know, Tyler, it'd probably be good for you to go and work on workout. So I said, all right. Uh, 
went and just put my gym clothes on. I actually, thankfully, I already had them on because <laughs> I changed right before I got on my conference call. I already had my gym clothes on, just put my socks and shoes on, went on down there for about a 25-minute workout, and got my Apple Watch rings closed, <laughs> and boom, done. Check that off the box, and wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it, man, I I was re-energized. I, w- I felt great. I had a great night. I had I was able to go down to downtown San Juan and see old San Juan and get to walk out to this old for- fortress down there to get to see the different you know um, architecture this that from back in the si- early fifteen and sixteen hundreds. It was just really cool. And you know what, guys? All that was was me being led of the spirit, being spirit led and not flesh led, not my, my own will. All right. You know, kind of leading me, but actually being led of the spirit. All right. And this is what I mean by, you know, when you allow the Holy spirit to be your complete source and allow him to be your motivator and your coach and your guide. All right. He's, he, I've had times now watch this guys. Let me just say this. I've had times where that whenever I've been tired, that Holy Spirit said, "Hey man, go take a nap." Okay, go take a nap. I've had I've had him tell me that. All right, and there's nothing wrong with it. Okay, I mean, I, I just want to maybe you know clearly articulate this whole entire thing of you know being led of the Spirit, being empowered by the Holy Spirit, you know, because He's going to you know work with you. You're just in a work. You're in a friendship. You're in a conversation, a constant conversation with him of, you know, being in that kind of spirit-led life, okay? So, now, let's jump into these uh, 10 things, all right? Now that I got all that set up right there, what are some of the indicators? Now, you can take a couple of these. You probably might have some of your own, all right? But the first indicator to knowing that you you'll be a success you're going to be a successful within the kingdom of God all right within the kingdom of God is you actually have a desire number 1 that you want to be successful in the kingdom of God <laughs> all right i mean in the book think and grow rich um, or master key to riches uh, you know napoleon hill uh, talks about this very clearly that everything starts with desire. There has to be a desire inside of you that you actually have a craving, have a want to be successful in the kingdom of God. Okay. Number two, here's another indicator that you will be successful within the kingdom of God. You are actually a lover of God. Okay. You have a, have this desire to want to know your Heavenly Father, know Holy Spirit, know uh, Christ Jesus, and you have a desire that you want to know Him. You know, Paul even talks about this, you know, in Philippians, um, you know, I think it might be the, the second or third chapter that he talks about this, where that, you know, he, he has this desire to know, know uh, Christ, uh, Christ Jesus. That is a key indicator for you living a successful life within the kingdom. Okay? Number three, you are 
constantly, constantly, you're not perfect at it, but you're constantly listening to Holy Spirit. All right? You and the Holy Spirit have got a friendship. All right? The Holy Spirit's never going to be your boss. Let me just say that right there. The Holy Spirit is never going to be your boss and demand and tell you exactly what to do. He's never going to control you, but he is going to come alongside of you and be a friend, be somebody that can make recommendations. And the, you know, basically, you know, the way that it kind of operates is you communing with him. You actually, you know, applying, you know, first, uh, excuse me, Proverbs three, five, and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not upon your own understanding but in all your ways, this is where the, in the, all their ways, you know, where that you're actually just having a normal conversation with a friend saying, Hey, what, what, you, what, what do you think about this right here? I mean, just asking the Holy Spirit, what do you think about this Holy Spirit? You know, is this something that, you know, you might recommend or not recommend getting just advice, you know, from he's, he's a whole lot smarter than you and me, <laughs> right? He is. And so you actually having a constant communication, a constant ear to hear from Holy Spirit, I promise you guys, you are on the pathway. You are going to be a success within the kingdom. All right. Uh, let's see. Number two, number four. All right. And this one is basically where that you have a, you know, you are attempting, attempting to on a daily basis, daily basis, you might miss a couple days, but on a daily basis, you're constantly trying to meditate upon the Word of God, all right? You're constantly wanting to actually meditate on the Word of God on a daily basis. Number five, here's number five. You're not afraid of success. Yeah, how about that one? You are not afraid. This is an indicator that you're not, you're, you're actually, I mean, I was listening to a gentleman uh, just the other day. His name is Andrew Walmack. He's a fantastic minister uh, of the gospel, and I listened to his podcast uh, pretty much almost on a daily basis. And Andrew was talking about something that happened to him, an experience he had many years ago, back in, I think it was right around the early 2000s, where the Lord uh, basically you know, was talking to Andrew and told him, hey, you're limiting me. You are limiting uh, my operations because of your small-minded thinking and your view of success. Okay? And Andrew quite, you know, just was very transparent in, in his converse, in his talk, the saying that, guess what? I was afraid to succeed because you know what? Success, when you succeed, you're putting yourself out there. You know, you're, you're, you're now taking on more responsibility, um, you know, for what it is that you're trying, you know, your, your, your kingdom assignment, you're, you're taking on more responsibility and, you know, you're also putting yourself out there to fail. All right. I mean, you have to, I mean, the only reason that you, you know, that, that there is success is that there could be a possibility for failure or what seems to be failure. Typically the way God operates is he takes your failures um, or your things that you get out there and try to do and turns them around, makes lemons out of lemonade. All right. And it's always, you know, typically sometimes it's a setup uh, for you. All right. So, but you cannot be afraid of success. Number six, you're constant. Here's, here's an interesting one that, you know, you've heard me talk a lot about, uh, from season five. Okay. Season five, I 
which was goodness uh, season five. This, you know, last last year. Um, this is season six, by the way, of the Success Edge podcast. But anyway, season five, I I got this huge revelation of living in the kingdom and you know having kingdom understanding and how the kingdom operates. Well, one key indicator that you're actually going to be successful within the kingdom of God is you actually are seeking the kingdom's operation, how the king op- how the kingdom operates. You know, I, I go back to, you know, you, you want to go back and find those episodes. It's in season five. Uh, it was probably kind of early on in that, uh, uh, in those, in that season that I started talking about the kingdom that I had this revelation, you know, of my own self, but the, the whole adage is this right here. If I took you out of your, well, yeah, I, I literally went to Puerto Rico. Okay. I went to Puerto Rico and even though it is a U.S. territory, um, it still operates in its own, you know, government and to a certain degree. Well, if you want to know what Tyler had to learn, Tyler had to learn, (laughs) Tyler had to learn how things kind of operate in Puerto Rico, all right, how uh, the road systems work. Tyler had to learn that, you know what, Uh, English is not the predominant language in that that kingdom, so to speak, in that uh, country. Tyler also had to sit there and, you know, realize that you know, guess what? In that culture, uh, driving is very aggressive. <laughs> in Puerto Rico, they will blow their horn at you real quick, or they will stick their uh, you know car nose out in front of you. That's just the way the culture is inside that uh, that kingdom. And you know, you as a born again believer, you as a born again believer, you now are part of a new kingdom a new, uh, you know, country, so to speak, a new, you have new citizenship within this kingdom of God. And you know what? You need to know how it operates. Even though you might be living in this world, you still have this citizenship and you have citizenship rights as a kingdom, even though you live in this world. Okay. So you actually seeking to understand how the kingdom works. You actually applying what, how the kingdom works. Trust me, it's going to go well for you and knowing that you're going to be successful in the kingdom. All right. Let's see where I was at. Okay. Number uh, seven. Yep. Number seven. You are listening. You are listening to mentors in your life. You have mentors in your life that you are listening to and you are now you might have some mentors that are on podcasts, you know, like, like mine right here. I might be a very, what I would classify as a distant mentor in your life. I give you very general information about what you should do and how you should live your life, all right, or how that, uh, you know, I see kingdoms and everything, the kingdom of God operate, and I give you just some thoughts to kind of go back and pontificate on, all right, but by no means am I giving you specific advice for your specific situation, but you should have, you should have specific mentors in your life to give you specific advice and mentors to help you along the way. This is a, this is a, it's just a success, uh, a, a way of success. I mean, 
you know, uh, Elisha needed Elijah, okay? Um, you know, Ty, uh, <clears throat> Paul, Paul, Paul the Apostle needed Barnabas for like 13 years of, 13, 14 years of his ministry to help Paul and help mentor Paul and help guide Paul along the way. You know, uh, Paul had Timothy. Paul also had Silas, right? You know, there's all these different examples of, I mean, I, again, I just give you, uh, for instance, in my own life, um, I've got a gentleman I, I, you know, recently had, um, you know, not to get into the details, but, you know, acquired uh, um, some assets into my life. Well, I, I, I have never had this, you know, large of an asset come into my life. And so, you know what? I actually went to some mentors, some men, men that I trust and started reaching out to them. Okay. So, you know, that right there, guys, is a key indicator that you're going to be successful. Do I still listen to the Holy Spirit? Absolutely. But you know what? I believe and trust these men that I've surrounded myself and these are mentors in my life. All right. <clears throat> Number eight. This is, oh man, I remember when I read this in a book right here uh, many, many years ago. It was, um, I think it was a, ooh, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, Steve Farrar. Yeah, Steve Farrar. I remember reading this in one of his books. It might have been Point Man. It might, I can't, I don't remember exactly uh, the name of the book. But anyway, I remember him talking about this, you know, this indicator that you're going to be successful. Right within the kingdom. One of the things that you're going to be successful is this right here. You have a teachable spirit. You are open to corrections. All right. You are open to being coached. You're open to being. You're you you're you're moldable. You're not just so resolute uh, that you're not willing to take uh, take advice or take correction. You know, I mean, I just, I was listening to another gentleman's podcast, um, where that he actually, um, it was actually Chris, uh, Valentin. He was talking about how that, you know, uh, another fellow, um, you know, uh, pastor friend of his came to him and said, Hey, you know, I have something I want to talk to you about real quick. And there's, you know, I, I just want to let you know that I feel like that, you know, You've, you've got some arrogance in you that you need to deal with. And Chris is like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And the gentleman gave him three instances within the last week that Chris came across as very arrogant. And Chris decided to, okay, all right, I'm, I'll, t I'll, I'll listen to this. And so he listened to it. And, you know, the gentleman left and said, look, I, you know, this isn't, I just felt like I needed to let you know about this arrogance that I felt like that was inside of you. And you know what? There you go. Okay. And so Chris went back home that night and just wrestled with this and told, and he went, you know, over and over his mind, you know, well, it could have been this way, but it, it you know, it could have looked like arrogance in this way. And I can't remember how he came to this resolution uh, within it. I know it was a conversation with the Holy Spirit. I don't remember exactly how the story unfolded, but I do remember this. I do remember that once he's <clears throat> kind of got involved with Holy Spirit about it, that he actually started talking to 
Holy Spirit about this whole this whole entire situation and not just you know you know staying in his own mind about it. But all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit uh, opened his eyes up to other instances within the last month that he had of being arrogant. And wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know that Chris, uh, Chris was just the next day he went into a staff meeting with his team and he talked he he had to ask for forgiveness and he cited every single thing the holy spirit brought to his remembrance and he had to ask for forgiveness for those things that's a teachable spirit that is a you know someone that is actually can be trusted because you're not so arrogant that you're not willing to you know listen to correction okay you know, correction is sometimes not exactly the most welcoming thing, all right? But you know what? Trust me, if you have a teachable spirit, you'll be open to it and you'll be a success, all right, within the kingdom. Number nine, <clears throat> number nine, you are constantly sharpening your saw, okay? Where you yourself are sharpening your saw. What do I mean by that? Where that you're taking inventory of your... Uh, learning and your uh, desire to actually, you know, have a, I guess called a learning plan or a learning, you know, desire where that you're basically reading and listening to either audios, podcasts, whatever it is, is teaching you something or you're reading, uh, you know, a book that you can't put down. And I'm not talking about like the, the best you know, uh, thriller uh, novel. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm talking about a book that's actually going to, you know, make you better in either your profession that you have, or you know, in your assignment, or is you know, uh, helping you out with whatever the thing is that's going to you're working on uh, right there. Okay. Number ten. <clears throat> Number ten. <clears throat> Number 10, and this is definitely a biggie, 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 biggie. This is probably one of the things that has opened up my own eyes uh, with this, okay? So biggie, biggie, biggie right here, okay? This is something that is within the last 10 years, 10, 11 years that I have come to realize, okay? Here's one, the, an indicator that you know that you can have an indicator knowing that you're going to be a success, within the kingdom. Okay. Here it is. Number 10. You ready? You believe that you are already successful. There you go. <laughs> you believe that you're already a success going somewhere to succeed. Okay. How about that right there? Success as a community. You know, I, I just, I, I learned this uh, principle uh, through the life of Joseph. Um, and I remember hearing a gentleman talk about this, um, Gruffel Dollar actually talk about this on one of his um, things many years ago. And what was what was the uh, that, how did I come to get, what is about Joseph? Well, Joseph, Joseph, you read in, Psalm, in uh, Genesis chapter 39, Joseph was sent down to Egypt, okay, as a slave. He was sold into slavery by his brothers. And it says very clearly in there, I mean, it spells it out. I mean, it's, it's in black and white. It's right there, I think it's verse 2 or 3 in thirty-nine, chapter 39. 
says, though Joseph was a slave, he was still a successful and prosperous man. And here's the, here's why that you can know that you're a success. You're already a success going to somewhere to succeed because the Lord was with Joseph. There you go. I might have paraphrased a little bit of that, but you can go look it up yourself. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. There you go. You are automatically a success, guys. You have to just believe by faith that you're automatically automatically successful, and you're just going somewhere to be successful. All right? You're going somewhere to be successful. Now, we'll give you an honorable mention. All right, which I feel like uh, just in this is something that I've been meditating on over the last you know week to, uh, week to two weeks right here is this whole entire thing of Genesis, I believe is chapter two verse five. Okay, and this is the honorable mention, I, and I'm done with this. But this one is a doozy, and I'm just kind of meditating on this and kind of chewing on this verse here. So I was listening to a, another gentleman and, you know, he was talking about Genesis 2 verse 5. And I'd never really saw this until, you know, he brought it to light. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm chewing on it. And I, I'm starting to see multiple impl, impl, implications across scripture, across the word of God for this. And you will know that you are going to be successful within the kingdom because of this indicator. You want to be a good steward or a good manager of your environment or your assignment, ever how you want to look at it, okay? Or your assignment. And watch this, okay? If you go and read that in actually Genesis 5, no, excuse me, 2 verse 5, I think, I think I'm quoting that right. Anyways, I know, I believe it's chapter 2. I know it's definitely chapter 2 in Genesis. God gives this really interesting perspective that He did not allow anything to grow. I I never saw this before. I mean, I'd probably read the verse, but just never saw it. God did not allow anything to grow nor did he allow even rain to fall on the earth at the time of creation until there was a man to show up to cultivate or work the ground. <laughs> How about this? Okay. Now, this is, this is awesome. I mean, God held back creation, held back the growth of creation and no rain fell until there was somebody that he had to put in charge of the stewardship or the management of that area aka the garden because if you look at the word cultivate or work in that uh, whole entire chat, uh, that verse right there, the Hebrew word is management or steward. Hello. 
<laughs> this is the honorable mention, which is probably, you know, quite honestly, one of the biggest, biggest things that I'm quickly realizing is that, you know, God gives us, you know, the ability to, uh, you know, have things and he only allows increase in our life. Wow. This is good right here. Yeah. He only allows increase because this is in, I mean, Jesus did a financial seminar. Okay. Uh, you know, you can read multiple places where he, he did a financial seminar. Uh, I mean, and I, I specifically finances, you know, finance is definitely one of the big indicators to knowing how you're managing. All right. I mean, I'm having to even myself do a checkup from the neck up, you know, with how I'm managing my own finances. But, you know, he, Jesus gives all these examples of, you know, hey, he gives, you know, uh, this once, you know, this parable of the servant of, you know, uh, giving him <coughs> five talents and giving one two talents, give another uh, one talent or giving, you know, uh, another servant uh, a, a minus or a minus or whatever it is, um, a mite. I, I can't remember what the wording is, but, you know, he winds up giving, you know, these ones that actually stewarded or managed well brought increase to that whole entire whatever was given into their hands he gave them more I mean he said that on one of the services he gave them 10 cities I think that's the way it reads in the way Jesus kind of describes it there is something about you know knowing that you're having a key indicator of being successful within the kingdom that you are a good steward, all right? A good steward, a good manager of the assignment, of the resources, of the provision that God places in your hands. You know, God, I, I, in the the gentleman Miles Monroe, one of the ones that you know really kind of tipped me off to this. He talked about how that he was very frustrated, um, you know, living in. Uh, uh, I think the Bahamas where he grew up and how that he, um, as a young boy, he was really fed up with God because he, he, his family was poor, lived on a, you know, lived on dirt floors, didn't have, never had anything, but always was faithful to go to church. And he was, he, after a certain period of time, he got really, really, really mad with God saying, God, you know, I'm done with this you know, church stuff. I'm done with this Christian stuff because it's not working. I mean, I see, you know, God, he said, he said his thing, he goes, you know, God only loves white people. <laughs> God only loves white people. And, you know, um, you know, the uh, Holy Spirit uh, revealed this verse to Miles My- Monroe. And he told Miles Monroe this right here. He said, Hey, Miles, um, you know, I don't, I don't make somebody rich. I don't make somebody poor. Um, I don't make them wealthy. I don't make them uh, have lack in their life. I just make people and I give them the opportunity to manage the resources that I put it, that I give to them to see if they will bring about more increase. I mean, the, 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 in the parable with, where Jesus gives the talents or either the uh, mites or whatever that was that he gave uh, to the 
to those men. He didn't sit there and try to coach them on telling them what to do, per se. He he actually, you know, said, "Hey, go go, you know, I'm going away for a little while. Here's here's what you got." I mean, he didn't sit there and, you know, tell Adam, you know, look, I need you to cultivate this. He actually said, "Look, you know, I'm putting in the garden. You know, I'm giving you a job to do." You know, you're, well, he did tell him, I mean, he did give him an assignment. Okay. Let me take that back. <laughs> he did give him an assignment, but you know, it wasn't like that, you know, Adam, you know, just could sit around and not cultivate the army. He had things he had to do in the garden. You know, those, those men could, had to sit there and take, you know, what was given to them and go and produce increase with it. God's all about increase guys. This is just a key indicator of being a successor or what is it going to be an indicator that you have a desire to manage well, to actually bring increase, to actually bring increase of whatever resources that have been put in your hands. It's a huge indicator. And that's probably should be, you know, within, you know, not just an honorable mention, but definitely one that is at the top of our list, right? Is, you know, you being willing to manage well. So there you go, guys. There's some key indicators all right, to, that will help you know that you're going to be a success within the kingdom of God. Now, there might be other ones. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to call me or, you know, uh, send me a direct message on, on Twitter or Instagram, wherever you're listening to this, I'm totally fine. You know, I'd love to chat with you about it. But guys, if you want to partner with me, okay, if you want to partner with the Success Edge podcast, uh, I'd be more than happy um, you know, to, to partner with you guys. Um, I definitely appreciate, um, the people that are starting to partner with you right now. And, you know, I just want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. Um, not that it's a, a not that I, not that the, the Lord's the one that's doing all this anyway, but look, if you want to partner, just go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart. Okay. And, be led of the Holy Spirit to do whatever you feel led to do. So, SEC, love you guys. Know that you're blessed, highly favored, and power to prosper. You walk in divine health, and the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, God loves you very, 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 very much.